Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CAPITAL, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when I first started, I had lots of questions about recording, editing, how to publish, this whole RSS feed thing, and so much more. Then one day, when scrolling through some emails, the answer appeared right there before me. In one word, Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. What drew me into Anchor is their holistic and inclusive model. And getting started with Anchor made my podcasting journey so much easier. And I'm proud to say that like a well-oiled machine, the road to rediscovery is powered by Anchor. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, start by going to anchor.fm slash start. Join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I'll see you on the podcast road. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson, and thank you so much for listening in. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you're listening using Apple Podcasts on iTunes, please rate and leave some feedback. Any other questions or comments, just hit me up at Podcast at gmail.com. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on the lessons that life throws at us to learn and grow from them. And of course, to pay it forward to uplift others who are struggling. Listen, let's make no mistake. Major setbacks that affect your family and livelihood are no laughing matter. And it can be a big hit to your self-esteem and mental state. And let's be real about this. At these times of these major setbacks, it is quite human for the initial response to be sadness or anger. But it's those who push through that initial response. It's those who refuse to be defeated. And it's those who realize the circumstances don't define them. These are the ones who put on that armor and persevere. On the road to overcoming this devastation, they may not know what the solution is, but they know there is a solution. That's what sets these people apart. We have a special guest for you who, in a time of major adversity, has demonstrated resilience and courage. Get this. She had a very lucrative career in the energy industry, and just two weeks after returning from maternity leave, she's laid off. So how does she respond, you ask? By becoming an entrepreneur, opening a business that helps others improve their wellness, 
She's opened Thrive Yoga and Wellness and is changing the lives of so many people in a tremendous way. We're going to learn about how she's faced her setbacks and the source of her strength to help others in spite of adversity. Let's welcome Jennifer Dixon to the show. Hey, Jennifer, it's so great to have you here. Oh, Aubrey, thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure and honor to be here. Oh, no, absolutely. We reciprocate for sure. So, so Jennifer, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from and so forth? Sure, sure. So I can honestly say I am originally from Florida. There's not too many folks that say that most of them retire down there, right? So That's right. My, family, my family moved us up from Florida to Tennessee when I was young. And I, I grew up here in Chattanooga, Tennessee mm-hmm. and went to school here, uh, met my, my husband here and then spent about eight and a half, nine years up in the suburbs of Philly in the, um, continuing my energy and inner energy industry career before moving back after getting laid back, laid off. So I've been in Chattanooga basically my whole life. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, Let's talk about the uh, that that defining moment that you didn't expect when you woke up. I'm sure that morning, <laughs> where you you are returning from maternity leave, and actually it was two weeks after, from what I understand, yep. that yep. you walk into the office and you're given this news. Can you can you speak to the immediate human emotions that kind of went through you the moment you were told about being laid off? <laughs> so interestingly, I kind of felt like the writing was on the wall. I was mm-hmm. a developer. I was a energy developer. So I was uh, at the, in the role I had, I was developing power plants. And before I left for maternity lead, I had XYZ projects and the company at the time, the stock was in the tanks and the guy that had actually hired me and recruited me had taken a new job right before I left the maternity leave, which, you know, is never a good sign. No. <laughs> and so when I got back to work, no, nobody gave me my projects back. You know, mm. these are like five year jobs. These aren't like a project that you finish in a week. Like these are, you're married to these projects for several years. And mm. for the first week I thought, Oh, well that's nice. They're, they're being so nice to me, helping me to get settled back into not right. being with my, with my daughter because it was my first baby and you know like first time moms and so but then the second week I went home and I told my husband because it was like a Monday I was like I'm in trouble and he's he's like why and I said they are not giving me any of my projects back Mm. they're having meetings without me and so I the interesting thing is and I didn't I forgot to tell you this uh Mm -hmm. Wednesday morning I'd gone to my old job I'd switched jobs a couple years before I had my child and I'd asked if they had any positions because I just had this feeling and I got home that day and my, my husband came home and he had been laid off completely different industry. He he was in a completely different industry. That was the Wednesday, the last Wednesday of October in 2015. And I was like, don't worry about it. We're going to be okay. You know, God's got a reason for all this. I don't know what it is, but he does. And then Friday, Friday came up and at the end of the day, the secretary came to get me and she wouldn't look at me. And I thought that's interesting. And mm-hmm. so they, they put me in the corner. There was a box of tissues, the, the new boss who I'd never really clicked with. Um, she was there. The HR person was on the phone and they, they told me that they were laying me off and you may not believe it, but um, 
I was so relieved because at least I knew what was going on. I don't know if right. that makes sense. And, and I, the only thing I asked, they said, do you have any questions? I said, how long does my insurance last? Right. Because again, I'm a new mom, so I'm scared to death that everybody's going to get sick. And sure. um, what, what's my severance package? I was like, how long is insurance and what's my package? And they, the, my boss, her mouth just kind of opened up. She was shocked. I didn't cry. I wasn't upset. It was, right. it was, I, I can't, some people may not believe in this, but I believe it was nothing but grace that kept me calm. I didn't cry. I didn't do anything. And I found out my severance package and she said, you can keep working for the next two weeks. And I kind of snortled at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, why the heck would I keep working? You know? Right. Right. And so, um, I kind of peaced out. Like I, I left the meeting very abruptly and, uh, I said, you know, like, peace out, really. See, see you later. And yeah. I never, I never saw that lady again. I dropped my stuff off the, the Sunday night, cleared out my desk and, um, kind of never thought anything of it. It was up in the suburbs of Philly and mm -hmm. we moved home, home Chattanooga oh, right. about two and a half weeks later, the week or so before Thanksgiving of that year. So it, 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 to me, that was divine providence. And, and so it was a really low Point, but on the flip side, it was also covered in peace, which, which is so weird, surreal to think about, but I had no idea what was going to happen. We, we went from making well over six figures to my, my unemployment and it was scary. And, sure. but it was also, I, and this is just, I mean, I remember talking to my husband, about, I have no idea what's in store for us, but there's got to be a reason why this happened. It's just way too coincidental. And right. so, so that's, that's how I ended, that's how I ended up back home in Chattanooga. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. I mean, that, that really is amazing because, uh, uh, and, and, and thank you. That kind of segued into my next question, which I believe you answered about your, um, uh, about how you maintain some sense of calm, right? And and quite frankly, in my mind, it seemed like you had a cerebral reaction. Uh, it was yeah. it was more with the head uh, and and less of the heart or you know the 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 over emotional reactions, um, which would be quite permissible and understandable, legitimate at that time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but but asking the legitimate questions, the questions regarding security for your family and everything. So, uh, about the you know medical and the severance package and that sort of thing, especially being a new mom. And following, or two weeks later, following uh, you, where you basically said deuces to them. <laughs> you and your husband followed yep. your hearts, right? Yep. You followed yep. your hearts and moved back to Chattanooga. So, yep. so it's 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 it's. I just find it really intriguing how it was a head reaction, okay, to make sure things that matter are covered in your response to what they, to the news they had for you, but you followed your heart following that so that you could figure out where that leads from there. Right. Correct. Yeah. That, that's often that can, my, my husband's not here. So I have a saint of a husband and, and that can sometimes be one of our, our contentious things because I am guilty of being very cerebral at the most inappropriate time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, aren't you, 
supposed to be crying? And then I've got, right. I've, the logic and reasoning is taking over. And of course I got emotional. Of course it was devastating to me well, sure. to, to, to move home. And we ended up moving into his father's, my father-in-law's basement apartment and talk about devastating going from yeah. like, <laughs> we were driving luxury cars. We had, I mean, we, we had so much into a basement apartment with our newborn. Like that was devastating. But on the flip side, like, and that's just what I kept telling telling myself and telling my husband, I was like, our needs are met. We are set for a while. We mm -hmm. don't have to do anything. And there mm -hmm. was an incredible amount of liberty in, in the fact that, you know what, <laughs> it's okay. Like, of course I can't go shopping every Sunday while he's watching football. Like I used to, but on the flip right. side, like it, it, it was okay because all of our needs were met. Like our, we still had a roof. We still had a car. We still had hot water and food, you know, like right, right. at no point did we ever starve, even though we drastically reduced everything about our standard of living. And so sure. there, there was a, it's a, it's a really unusual sense of peace, but it was there. That's awesome. Uh, and, and, and I can understand that. I mean, because it, to me, it feels like, it feels like, you know, you, you, you had a very, very um, realistic outlook on, you know, just the perspective of it all. Like, yeah, sure. We had like luxury cars and we had all of these uh, conveniences that we enjoyed before, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, and we don't have, we don't have even half of that, but in the grand scheme of things, we are, we're good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of people have that realization afterwards when, you know, when things turn around and, and people start to get on their feet, but you had that at the time you were going through it, you know, and to me, that's just tremendous. It really is. And it speaks to the humility that you have as well of, uh, of recognizing what you're going through and also understanding that uh, again, when it comes to basic needs, that's really all that matters. Wow. Thank you, Aubrey. I'd never thought about it as, as humility. I really appreciate that as I'm taking it as a, a huge compliment. Wow. I wish I could say that there was some magic I had that I would love to, I honestly, it was the, the foundation that I had was that, that foundation of my own beliefs. And then I had a really like that kind of segues into what we're, what I'm doing now. I, have all I have practiced yoga almost every single day for the right. last 10 years and there's like you talk about in in your podcast you you do this mindful breathing mindfulness breathing right. and that's that was what kept me I I think kept me grounded in and breathing because if you can mm. breathe when you're in an intense back bend right. or you know if you're if you can breathe when you're in these positions where it's like holy moly yeah, then you can sit there and breathe when the carpet's jerked out from under you, sort of thing. Oh. And so, oh yeah, it it was it was a it was a it was a huge co combination of the the faith that I already had with this daily practice, moving and breathing in very uncomfortable positions. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. And, um, but but it's something that you remain steadfast with, right? Oh, correct. Yeah, you oh, carried it yeah. out through and through, whether during thick times or thin times. It's something that uh, it, it was it was a part of you, a part of what you practice, and yep. and, and that had to have gotten you through, along with uh, some other contributing uh, 
uh, factors as well. So, uh, and, and, and that's a great, uh, great segue. And I appreciate you saying that Jennifer, um, how long did it like take for you to, to make the decision from the time you were laid off that, uh, you know, that, that you had a calling or, or that you, you, you felt like you wanted to explore, uh, the entrepreneurial world, so to speak. Well, gosh, when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I've always done what I could to to Mm -hmm. make, make money. My mom was a teacher and my dad was in uh, construction. So we didn't, we didn't have a lot. So I made it, if I wanted to go on a trip in eighth grade and my parents didn't have the money for it. So I sold, oh my gosh, my mother would drop me off as to showing me my age. Uh, She would drop me off in front of a local Kmart and I sat there for, the entire school year, just about every weekend selling candy bars so that I could afford to go to my trip to DC and New York. So I guess that's just kind of, yeah, I did. I sold, it was, I remember it was an $860 trip. And then I still had, I think I, it was more money than I'd ever had at the time, uh, $400 to go spending in New York city. It was ridiculous. And I Uh I sold candy bars that way. That's how I did it. So I guess I've always kind of been that way, but as an adult, and I, and I had other businesses at, when I was employed, but as an adult, right. I always had one foot where I got that steady paycheck and gotcha. I was paid handsomely. And then I had my side hustle and right. the, the safety of having the paycheck allowed me to take the risks that I was able to take. And that paycheck enabled me to actually to, to take on this business. But it, it's been with me since I'd say it's in, it's in my blood, Aubrey. It's in your blood, huh? <laughs> no, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> no. So, you know, ever since you were younger, right. And uh, yep. yeah, so that's, uh, oh, that's, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Sweet. So um, when it comes to yoga, like you said, you've um, practiced it for some time and, and, and it's, it's part of who you are. It's part of, you know, what you do. Um, 100%. Sweet, sweet. Um, if you can share with the listeners about Thrive Yoga and Wellness. Sure. So I took over a, a studio back in 2016. It took me, to answer the first part of your question, it took me all of unemployment, which is six months. It was back in those days in 2015, 16. I, I enjoyed every single bit of my unemployment, let me tell you. And my severance <laughs> package, I was a new mom, you know, like I didn't right. want to go back to work. I was working 60, 80 hours. I was traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I didn't want to go back to that. I loved, and this is, I would have never believed it. I loved being with my daughter. Oh, of and course. Um, during that time I was unemployed, I was applying, I was interviewing. I went and interviewed for some jobs at different places across the country. Right. And none of them, none of them. Uh, I shouldn't say it. They were great jobs, but they weren't my passion and they would require me to be gone from my daughter. And I didn't love that idea. Right. And in, in fact, the day that I signed the business papers to take over the studio, I actually interviewed with another company here in Chattanooga. The very day I, I purchased the business, I was interviewing for another position that would give me that stability, that would gotcha. give me that paycheck, that would give me the insurance and the retirement and all the things that I had been indoctrinated to believe that I needed. <laughs> right. And during that interview, if there was like a defining moment, 
it was in the interview and I actually, one of my best friends was on the interview panel. I mean, if ever there was a shoe in for a position, it would be right then. Right. And during that interview, they asked me a question and I wish I had the ability to remember the question, Mm -hmm. but it hit me. I was like, Oh my gosh, I will be dying here if I do this. And, um, and I know that sounds so dramatic, but I I had enjoyed six months of being with my daughter. I was good at what I did. I knew the energy industry. I'd been in the energy industry for 15, 16 years. Like I I knew what it was and I was good at it, but it wasn't what I loved to do. And so they asked me a question and I, I talked to them out of hiring me. I can't believe I'm telling (laughs) you this, but I was like, I, and I honestly said, I was like, yes, I can do this job. Right. I will, I will do well at this job, but you're not getting my best. You're not getting my best. This is not my gifts. I will, I will do better than anybody else, but you're not tapping into my gifts. These aren't my gifts. And I talked them out of hiring me and on my way out, I stopped in the restroom, took off my pantyhose, right? Threw them in the trash can and I have not put on a pair of pantyhose. That is huge. I haven't worn a suit and I haven't worn, I haven't worn pantyhose or anything like that. And I think I've worn heels twice since then. It was it, coming from a corporate world like that was huge. And so, um, that, that to me was when it sold me that this was my time to go all in it, when gotcha. I had both on the table. Like if ever there was a divine, like Jennifer, make your choice. I had right. them on the same day, yep. literally just a few hours away from each other. And I didn't want it. I looked it in the face and I said, no, I don't want it. And I haven't, I haven't looked back. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it's like, they helped you. Yes. Answer that question. They help you make that decision by asking you that question. Right. Totally. Yeah. That was totally correct. Yeah. I I would probably not have made that decision. I I probably would have been like, what if, what if had it not been for that, that interview on that day. And, I woke up that morning every bit prepared to to take over the business and right. start a new job. Like I I have I was prepared to do them both because I'd done them both before. Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and 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 when you went to the restroom to take off the pantyhose, I mean, to me, <laughs> that's metaphoric as well, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's metaphoric. I mean, especially, you know, making that transition from the corporate environment to, you know, to, to wellness and, and doing something that you love and have a passion for that, you know, that, 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 that speaks to your heart, right. That will give you that 100% uh, uh, dedication that, that, you know, that you deserve of yourself to give. Right. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Man, that's, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. Wow. Jennifer, (laughs) uh, you've certainly had a long, long journey. Um, and, and you know what, I had a question regarding Thrive Yoga as well. Sure. Um, can you give me some examples of like the growth or the help that, 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 you know, your clients and those who, who, um, who attend Thrive Yoga and Wellness, uh, have shared with you? Uh, sure. So yeah. you're talking from a business perspective or from a personal perspective? Well, from a personal perspective about, you know, how, how, how your platform has helped them uh, when it comes to wellness, uh, sleeping better, uh, health uh, improvements, anything like that? Oh, yeah. So we get, I get feedback like that 
almost every day. Nice. I, I, I know I sound a little bit like a yoga evangelist, but it's, it's, it's almost miraculous how much your body wants to breathe and how much your body wants to move. And when you combine the two of those mindfully, Mm -hmm. it is, it is nothing short of miraculous what happens inside your body. So it's, it's not surprising. I have a client who started coming. She's got, um, she's got issues with her neck and migraines and she is honestly one of the biggest thrive yoga and wellness evangelist. She's even bigger than I am at talking mm. about how much yoga has helped her. And really? then I've got, I've got clients that became, that signed up for, I immediately started a teacher training program because the studio only had a handful of teachers and I wanted teachers that taught in a way that I knew and I trusted. I don't know if that makes a hundred percent of sense. So I, I have clients mm-hmm. that were clients that came to my teacher training. I taught them and they're now teachers and huge thrive advocates. It, when I first started, I was the, 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 basically the only advocate. And now I feel like I have this, this army of all of these super wonderful and encouraging, mostly women, because it is yoga. I have a tribe that's around me and where one person trumpet can make a little bit of noise. When you get the, the tribe that is thrive yoga and wellness, man, we, we make some noise. We have uh, ladies that do lose weight, that get stronger than they thought they could, that don't have the migraines, or they now have the tools that when the migraine comes, that they can use the breathing and the stretching. And then the chronic pain things, they can start to relieve some of that. Because if you start to move your body in the way that it was intended to, then it's starting to strengthen. And then the body, I kind of joke and say the body is the best, um, closed circuit. And I'm probably butchering this analogy on the planet because it wants to heal the body. Your body wants to feel good. It wants to be in alignment and the way that our lives are now, we're so sedentary. I mean, what do we do when we come home? Most of us come and sit down and watch the TV. That's true. We weren't designed for that. We were designed to move. And so with just an hour, several times a week, even an hour, once a week, you're going to see a difference. And when people ask me that, how much do I need to practice? I'm like, you're probably asking the wrong person because (laughs) I practice almost every single day. But what I can tell you is the more you practice, the better you'll feel. And, and so it just becomes this, this beautiful circle of improvement and growth over time. And it is, it's nothing short of beautiful and miraculous. Awesome. hundred percent. I love it. I 100%. love what I'm doing. <laughs> that, oh, that is great. And you know what? It, 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 it shows, it really shows in, in how I hear through your heart, through your inflection of your voice, your tone. Uh, I can truly, truly, um, truly receive you know, what you're saying as uh, genuine and authentic. So, um, man, I really appreciate that. You know, of, you. oh, you're welcome. So, Jennifer, of all the triumphs and tragedies of your journey and what you have endured and achieved thus far, what is the one thing that you can share with us that you've learned about yourself? I am stronger than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. and I'm more capable than I, I thought I ever could be. I never knew that I could do this and, and be able to sustain a life like this. And after losing the job and losing that standard of living and <laughs> moving into an apartment and, and <laughs> all of that sort of thing, 
it's the the human spirit and to make it be a collective thing it is you stronger than you think and you're smarter than you think and you can do it no matter how dark it is you you can do it and that's what i learned about myself right on well said well said for sure um how can our listeners learn more about thrive yoga and wellness and and all the different things that you have to offer Sure. So we are a brick and mortar studio in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, a yoga mm-hmm. studio, and we have a website, thriveyogaandwellness.com. But we also have an online platform, an online membership, which is focused more towards the type of yoga that I like to practice, which is um, a very physical and a strength building practice. I came to yoga from a back injury. And mm-hmm. so I have to, to maintain a very strong core and, and so the Thrive Online platform is a strength-based yoga-inspired exercise and wellness group. And that is at thriveyogaandwellness.com forward slash thrive dash online. Awesome. Fantastic. I really appreciate you sharing that with the listeners, Jennifer. We will make sure that we include this contact information and the website information for Thrive Yoga and Wellness on the uh, episode show notes. Uh, awesome. Yep, and don't so, forget for your listeners, for your listeners, I will give in uh, a free month in the five online. If anybody's interested, you'll go to thriveyogaandwellness.com forward slash rediscovery. And there'll be a link to the membership for one month free. That is awesome. That is awesome. And, and I, I, I implore the listeners, please, <laughs> <laughs> please, <laughs> Take Jennifer up on her offer because uh, you can really, really uh, find a defining, transforming moment in your life by uh, going to the um, Thrive Yoga on- Online Wellness uh, page by using the URL that she's provided. And once again, we'll make sure that that URL is also included in the show notes. Uh, uh, on every platform that that we listen to uh, for our podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast or Google or Stitcher, um, all of our listeners will be able to access that that URL. So awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Aubrey. It was so much fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I had a blast, I tell you. And 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 so now we're going to enter the segment we like to call three for the road. And these are three quick rapid fire questions. I try to challenge uh, my guests in answering in uh, five words or less. And they're they're kind of fun yet thought provoking questions. So uh, you think you might be up for it? I'm game. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, here we go. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I thought of some good ones for you, too. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Question number one. If you were appointed queen of the world, you ruled <laughs> over all the land, but there was only one, one single law that you can proclaim and enforce, what would it be? Ooh, that's deep. That's deep. Follow your peace. Follow your peace. I like that. I like that. That's deep as well. (laughs) All right, sweet. Okay. Number two, complete the following sentence. 
we all can find healing from? Yoga. (laughs) That was easy. (laughs) Well put. That was easy. Yoga in one word. Boom. All right. Man, you're, you're pretty good at this. All right. So this brings up number three. Okay. It's often been said that we're all made up of our good and bad experiences. So generally speaking, on a scale of 100%, what ratio do you believe we are made up from and why? Is it 50-50? Is it 70-30? Huh. Give me a second. Okay. I think when we're born... We yeah. are 100% good. 100% and good, okay. I, th- I think as we age, the, the scales can tip based on any number of factors, whether it's external. And then once we become of age, the, then we have the power to change it back towards 100%. Gotcha. Is that gotcha. answering your question? Yes, that definitely answers my question. No, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and, and, and those that go over five words, I don't care <laughs> because <laughs> it, the response is deep. The response is, 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 is fulfilling, right? And so I appreciate uh, how you kind of uh, qualified the, uh, the statement with how we start out and how we, you know, negotiate throughout life and and come back full circle so thank you all right and number two only had one word so that gave yeah. me four extra ones well yeah it did right so <laughs> you net it out you net it out just just perfect yeah for sure awesome hey jennifer thank you so much for sharing your journey with us today i, I really appreciate your time thank you for having me it was it was fun i was so glad to be here Great, and, uh, uh, and, and we really appreciate having you on the show as well. And like I mentioned earlier, for all the listeners, we'll be sure to have Jennifer's information on Thrive Yoga and Wellness on the show notes, as well as the URLs to where you can take advantage of the special offer that she is uh, extending to Road to Rediscovery listeners. Again, you can find the show notes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to the show, as well as our website, RoadToRediscovery.com. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. And please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave feedback, and share with your friends and family. The Road to Rediscovery is part of a movement, part of a revolution. And guess what? You are now a part of it. So together, we are roadies, and it sure feels good having you on the journey. Thanks again, and we'll chat again soon. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production. What better way to top an evening than to take in a movie with friends or a loved one? Spending an evening at the movies has long since been a timeless tradition. While entertaining and relaxing to us, the end result of a film represents the enjoyable yet hard work of so many in the film industry. Enter Stage Left, the Film Arts and Hearts Film Festival. Coming to you from L.A. on April 25th, 2020. Mark it on your calendar because this is truly a can't-miss event. 
The Film Arts and Hearts Festival celebrates the hard work, beauty, and creativity of directors, actors, writers, and so much more. It's a marquee event that is uplifting for everyone, not only in film, but the overall arts industry as well. With 45 awards to present, plus arts and music performances, we're only scratching the surface on an evening of massive entertainment. Learn more about the festival at filmfreeway.com slash filmartsandheartsfest, and tickets can be purchased here as well. Come see LA in the spring at the Film Arts and Hearts Festival. Big decisions require research. So if your teenager is considering a decision as big as joining the military, they're doing their homework. You can too, by visiting todaysmilitary.com because their success tomorrow begins with your support today.